0: Hey guys, Graham here. It's Friday, which means we get to share with you another one of our most popular clips from a past interview. This week, seven-time X Games medalist Ryan Sheckler. This trending clip comes from our TikTok. Hope you enjoy. How would you best explain the role your mom plays in your life?
1: Um, Everything, bro. She's everything to me. She's she's my mom. She's a manager. She's my best friend, she's someone I can call for anything. We talk about everything. Um, there's nothing off limits with my mom. I mean, dude, she's my best friend.
0: It touches you now,
1: even oh, talking about yeah, that. Yeah, bro. It's, what? I would, just, some of the mistakes that I've made, you know, she's always showed me love and always showed me grace and always been the one I can trust and like, something's going on, I'm calling her first.
0: What's a moment uh, where, you know, she gave the response that kind of made all the difference to you in terms of direction you ended up taking?
1: I mean, dude, there's so many, but, like, one that was, like, the scariest moment for me was admitting that I had a problem with alcohol and that I needed help and I didn't know how to do it and I didn't know what it looked like And I didn't know who else to call, and I only could call and talk to her about it. And I made that phone call when I was on a trip in Oslo, in Norway. Two days later, I was home and I was going to treatment to get help that I needed. And uh, it was the scariest day of my life, bro. To surrender, Um, it made me and her stronger. Um, I'll never forget getting dropped off at this place and like, I just remember watching, watching her just drive out and turn right. And I was emotional, bro. I was a wreck. And like, it gets me chills. And like, right when she turned out of sight, I had this like overwhelming, like warmth and like the spirit come over me that let me know, know I was in the right place. And then from that day, I was like, I was full, full on. I was full in, full into recovery. What made you realize you needed to go? Mm, I couldn't stop drinking. I just couldn't stop drinking. It was like... As
0: in you wanted to, but... I wanted to, for, for to. sure,
1: but I couldn't, you know? And I was like, okay, well, not today. Not to... Uh, you know, okay, well, we had one. Okay, well, we'll have four or five, and we'll, we'll try again tomorrow. That just happened for a long time. What was your lowest point during that period? Um, during that period was just, the, like, I, I was just the hope, hope, hopelessness, dude. I literally just, like, I wanted to, I wanted to stop partying. I wanted to stop drinking. And I couldn't do it. What made Oslo the breaking point for me was that out of my whole life, the one thing that I have had this crazy, intense passion for, which is skateboarding and competing. I'm in Oslo, and I want nothing to do with skateboarding I don't want to be a skateboarder I don't want to be a competitor I don't even want to skate anymore I want to just go take the money I've made get off the map and go party I just want to like kind of wanted to end it you know not suicidal but like I don't want to be in the public's eye anymore at all
0: what did Michael Phelps say when he called
1: That he had been through a similar situation and that he knew exactly what I was feeling and he had been there and he could relate. And then when I got Phelps calling me, taking the time out of his day to give me hope, experience, strength, I was like, bro, all right, I can do it, I can do this. And like my family and my core group of friends, you know, that have never been yes men, that have always called it straight. The reason I'm sober today, honestly, They told me, hey, we see there's a problem. You cannot control this. Like, I'm like, you're right. I trust you. You're right.
0: That moment, you started drinking again, and I guess COVID comes, and uh, your roommate Danny's looking at the bottle of Jack Daniels in the morning and seeing more and more out of it than, you know, should be gone.
1: Yeah, bro. I had this, like, vision of, like, oh, man, my 30th birthday, like... You know, I had taken so much time off of drinking, you know, almost four years, that I was like, all right, maybe I got this. Maybe I can just drink normal. And uh, I gave it a go. And it turned out that's not, it's not in the cards for me. It started on one of my surf trips that I go on yearly, and I decided to drink before that trip. I don't know why. I had no, like, barrier. Like, I had no memory of, like, the pain that drinking had put me through. Like, I was a dry alcoholic. You know, I didn't go. I didn't have a program. I wasn't running, you know, a solid 12-step program at all. And so I had no defense to it. And I just started drinking, and it ended up taking me out for, like, five months.
0: And you get home one day from a a workout, and what happens?
1: Ah, the second... (laughs) The second intervention I've ever had Um, and the last one, you know, I had told my mom before that, you know, a couple days before that, like, Hey, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm going to need another round of, um, of treatment. I don't know if I can do this on my own. And boom, (laughs) two days later, like clockwork, everyone's at my house. And you weren't happy initially. No, 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 no. I wasn't psyched at all. I wasn't psyched at all, you know, and I I went straight into defense mode and I'm, you know, pointing out flaws of a few people that were in the room and how can you judge me when, you know, you do this and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I just took a deep breath and listened, shut up, and I listened to the concerns, and then I agreed with the concerns, and then I agreed that I had a problem, and I agreed to help. And I remember saying, "I'm like, let me guess, I'm going today," and they're like, "Yeah, go pack a bag." And I was like, "All right, all right, you know, thank you." I'm like, "All right, I'll go."
0: There have been stories
1: in the
0: the skating industry about you know addiction and and mental health. Do you
1: think there's enough attention and kind of awareness of that? So I think now, right now, it's starting to get a lot more traction and being talked about a lot more how important the health and wellness side of life is um, speaking from experience from not taking care of my body and maybe skating hung over like I've broke over 10 bones way more than 10 bones you know a lot of those could have been avoided for sure if I would have been clear and on point but I wasn't you know and I had to learn the hard way when you got to give yourself a
0: ton of credit too not only for having the willpower to go through all that, but then being willing to share it publicly.
1: I take my ego out of it, you know? People are going to take it how they're going to take it. They're going to like it or they're not. And to me, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to appeal to anyone except for the Lord.
0: All right, so I wanted to talk to you about religion. Why decide to make more of a time investment?
1: Um, For me, honestly, bro, it is... A matter of I've had a very fulfilled life. I've had a fulfilled life and when I look at it, um, a lot of that fulfillment that I thought was, you know, pure fun was sin, you know, and I, I look at it now and I want to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord. And, you know, over this last year, you know, I am a born-again Christian. You know, I, I've always been a believer. Um, but I wasn't following the practices. I wasn't really reading the stories and, and and actually absorbing the lessons of the Bible. And I wanted to change, dude. I just wanted to change. Something was calling at me, and I know now it was Jesus that just wants me to be on a different path.
0: But, but why um, so important to you know have the the daily readings and kind of t- t- take a deeper dive from that perspective?
1: To be honest man the rapture <laughs> I want to go up I want to go up when Jesus comes down you know I want to go up right away. I don't want to be I don't want to be stuck on earth you know <clears throat> as a as a non-believer. The book of Revelations for me has been pretty much the biggest eye-opener, and anyone that has read it, you know, will understand that it's, uh, it talks about, you know, when Jesus is coming back, and it talks about what happens if you're not a believer, and you haven't acknowledged and surrendered to Christ.
0: One of your goals is to read the entire Bible, right?
1: Yeah, bro, of course. I think that's, um, you know, the Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. Over this last year, and, you know, really focused on my sobriety and, and everything that's going on, I have the mental capacity to soak it up and i'm really in it because i want to be in it i want to read the bible daily i'm drawn to it and um and that's my path you know that's the path i'm on right now and it's it's a path for christ and and i'm not ashamed of it i'm stoked
0: as always thanks for listening to see more trending clips from my team go to youtube.com graham bensinger